Hello Gems, welcome to another episode of Tiaras in Tech. I'm your host, Shelly Benhoff, and today I'm talking to Gabriela Martinez Sanchez about finding the right mentors. She is a senior research engineer at Microsoft, a mom, and an amazing mentor. We talked about how she got her start in tech as a woman in Mexico, finding a job at Microsoft during the pandemic, and the importance of finding the right mentors, plural, you should have many, and how to find them. Without further ado, on to the episode. Hey, Gabriella, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you to, to you, Shelley. It's a pleasure to be here and <laughs> your show. So I am really excited to have this, this conversation and enjoy the show. Yes, absolutely. Let's just jump right in and have you tell us how uh, you got started in tech. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I'm Mexican. I'm, I live in Guadalajara and I grew up in another city. I actually moved to Guadalajara. So I I uh, got my bachelor's degree in a public school um, many years ago, like I was graduated in 2001. So when I was in in, uh, in college, I, I remember when uh, the first email service was uh, live and and all these things that were very new for for us like uh, as a students were amazing to have the internet access and and having access to another a lot of resources so, so it was so nice to to be at that moment in uh, and also be very close to to computers and all that so so that's uh, that's how everything started for me and and I was so um so in love with computers that I love coding. And so I was just looking forward to finish my degree and then uh, go to the industry to do software. That was like my dream. And so when, it, when I graduated uh, in the, the place where I was living, it was very you know small. And then I moved here because here in Mexico, uh, at that moment, there were not a lot of options to to work in software companies. So I was looking to, of course, to have a career, to have um, to learn more because I was looking to to maybe in the future work for a big company. So I moved to Guadalajara, and it's been 12 years ago when I since I moved here, and it's uh, really it has been very 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 nice experience for me. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I will say that I we're just about the same age. I I graduated college in 2002. Um, and a lot of experiences the same. Like there was no source control to turn in your coding homework. So we used like yeah. floppy disks or zip disks for a while. <laughs> They oh, absolutely. Like, <laughs> yeah. You are in my club. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And somewhere in this house, I still have those discs because like, I was so proud of my work at the time people would cheat off of me. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the proof. Yeah, exactly. And like, I was, I was just saying t to you earlier, I have literally never worked with any, any Latina in you know, coding in general, I think yeah. like one in front end, but especially not like Microsoft, like stack, you know, there's hardly any women. And then there's even fewer diverse women, you know, who aren't white. Yeah. 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 You're right. Yeah. You know, when you are mentioning that we're mentioning, and I, I recall when I started, there was always well, most of the cases I was the only woman in the room mm -hmm. and or in the team or sometimes even in teams across teams there were no women in the in the companies and but later or more recently I have seen more more uh, women uh, working in companies like uh, big companies Amazon Microsoft Google so it's amazing that now we have uh, more diversity yeah, absolutely. And I I hope that telling these stories all every every guest I've had has um, an amazing story and I really really hope that we can all sort of inspire the next generation of 
female technologists and there are a lot of different skills that you can learn. It isn't just coding and stuff like that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. totally agree with you. Exactly. That's that's, uh, always uh, something that I think the industry will be very, uh, we have a lot of benefits if we have more diversity, not just specifically for gender, but you know that we have diversity in everything and and from culture backgrounds or from uh, focuses in the in your career there are so many so it's great that we have more diversity that will be uh, that will make the industry more um, a more inclusive of course more exactly area or industry yeah i love that um, so you work at Microsoft at the mothership. Like I, I had always wanted to work there, but now it's just kind of like, you know, I'm an author and stuff like that. So I think that time has passed, but I always thought if I ever got a job at Microsoft, I would literally tell people that the mothership had called me home. <laughs> so I've, I've been yeah. a Microsoft developer since like 2003. Um, so it's wow. been my whole life. How did you land that job? And congratulations on that. Microsoft, they don't just hire anybody, you know? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I am. You know, um, when I was, when I moved to Guadalajara, it was, I think, was the first thing that was in my mind was like having a job where I can uh, learn more about a big company. Like, and so I, I that was one of the goals in my mind and and but I wasn't sure if I was going to be looking for a job in Microsoft but then when I was uh, I joined my my SQL before joining and well one well, that was one of the first big companies that I work in and it was a, such a really nice experience to to be able to collaborate in a in a product that many people were using and and I I was using before uh, joining MySQL so that was like something that made me feel made me feel empowered inspired I I stayed there like almost six years and then then I moved to the cloud because everything was going to the cloud and I was like yeah I think I have to I have to learn about the cloud. So I was looking for that. And, and of course I was, for some reason I was using Microsoft technologies. So I was like, well, maybe I can give it a shot. Why not? I can maybe get a job in Microsoft because uh, sometimes it's not so easy. And especially um, for us in Mexico, you have to deal with the, with the visa, you have to deal with the language sometimes. It's a barrier for some, for some, uh, which is I think less now that we have more uh, companies uh, from US coming to Mexico to, to, to look for talent. So I think for me it was like, well, I have already the English, I have the, some experiences, so let's, let's try it. And, and I have to prepare. I had to prepare because I was, I was a little uh, not so, you know, the algorithms, foundations, and I, I had some years that I was not uh, using so many technical uh, things and algorithms. So I had to learn. I had to study and and dedicate some time uh, for for getting ready for the interviews. And and I think that was a very interesting process for me because at that moment was when exactly when COVID when the situation with the COVID was more more difficult. So it was kind of a struggle trying to uh, get familiar with the starting at the house and working and dealing with, you know, the house stuff and then having myself, uh, you know, a framework or designing something that can help me out to, to uh, make myself accountable and having some progress during uh, this preparation phase. So it was a very interesting uh, phase for me. I, I had to, um, you know, to spend time in the night, during the night studying and because sometimes I had a lot of work to do and after uh, doing house stuff and things like that, I have a daughter also. So, so I had to balance things and make myself the time to, to make that dream uh, come true. And so, but I was, uh, I was like, it's, this is a, the, the thing that I want to do. So I'm not going to quit no matter how many 
months or time I had to study. Uh, so I keep I I kept myself in that, and in that moment, in that time, I also was, you know, there were a lot of uh, I think opportunities that that weren't before because of COVID. Uh, there and no one was able to be uh, doing conference in person so everything was virtual so it wasn't a, um, a problem if you were in in mexico or in us or in europe you can join uh, a group in any any place so that was something that that opened a lot of doors for me so i get i got uh, to um to be helping other women so i i uh, engaged myself with a community and women who code. I was also uh, trying to help uh, other women in here in Mexico that sometimes reach out to me to, to ask me for resources or something like that to, to learn about programming. So that was something like I, I was enjoying a lot. I think I didn't expect that uh, while I was looking for a job or doing this interview preparation, I was going to learn so much about uh, other women uh, careers and also help them and and actually you know at the end of the day they also help me now i'm not just helping them so we help each other and we learn from each other and share experiences so that was a, a really nice experience and at the end of the day it was a lot of work but it was a lot of learning and growth personal growth and and at this moment i feel like very very happy to be um to give myself the chance, even if it wasn't, it was not so easy, um, but it was worth it, definitely. Yeah, amazing. That sounds like COVID opened doors for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so I don't know, so funny and yeah. unexpected that sometimes when when there is a crisis around you, you can find the opportunities to, um, you know, to look for your goals and and make them uh, reality. Because exactly. otherwise, no one is going to be doing the job for you. So that's that's yeah. a, that's the truth. And so that was kind of the story. I think <laughs> a lot of us, COVID, um, you know, has has caused this whole resignation. You know, where people are <laughs> resigning on yeah. mass from jobs because there's a shortage of workers now that you know so many people have passed. And um, when there's a shortage of workers, the workers have the power. So companies are finding Absolutely. that out the hard way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and I think it's uh, it's so interesting to to sometimes hearing about other people that perhaps were really um, struggling because uh, for me, for example, I uh, like I mentioned, I have a daughter and, and she is fourteen, but I, I, the other day I was thinking like, what if this happened when my daughter was, if my daughter were, I don't know, three years or less or two years, it would have been really difficult because you cannot take care of a child so, so little and also have time for yourself because they are so demanding and still need you a lot. So I was like thinking like, uh, come on, I, I don't know how, how the women that, don't have at this moment the child care support and they are really struggling and mm -hmm. so it's nice that now we are getting back to normal and and now i hope that uh, i i hope that many women that weren't able to work during these two years of the pandemic that now are uh, are able uh, to get their jobs back you know? yeah absolutely i think it's no uh you know secret that women have bore the brunt of <laughs> the pandemic you know yeah. i i have um a friend who um or a couple they have uh two children and they're like four and five and this life is all that they've ever known and that really sucks you know yeah yeah it's a it's it was a super challenge uh, phase for many many families and especially for women i think because women are the main uh, caregivers in still. the families yep still even <laughs> still. today and so most of the times uh, women were the ones that were quitting we, we had to leave their jobs because someone had to take care of the of the kids so and and yeah so so it's uh, it's always a 
really difficult for us, for women to, to have to perhaps give the priority to your job. You cannot be thinking on putting your job above your kids. It's, uh, that's something that like, I, I think many people or many um, women have this struggle and, and it's not easy. So yeah, yeah, so so it was like for me it was like try to uh, you know to do your best and and I was trying to balance everything, mm-hmm. but that was I think something that was at least less difficult for me like not having a baby at least. Yeah, true. <laughs> I I also know people that had babies during COVID because you know you're quarantined. What else? You yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the suddenly. The family yeah. get uh, bigger. <laughs> yeah, which is good to like, you know, yeah. repopulate yeah. the earth. I think, and all. Uh, yeah, we, I, I guess that uh, in the future we will be hearing a lot of stories, funny stories, and love stories, and not so funny <laughs> stories about what everyone was doing during the pandemic or how everyone got to through this years of pandemic. Yeah, absolutely, so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um. Back to your job at Microsoft, you are a senior research software engineer. What what exactly is that? And that's um, correct. That's, that's what do you big time big time like. for a role? <laughs> Let's say, um, yeah. So um, so when I was uh, looking for this uh, for job in, in Microsoft, uh, they reached out to me to offering me uh, to have this process to to apply for this role. And I was like, what is that? I mean, what is a research software engineer? And and basically uh, what I what I do is I help researchers to make their pro their projects uh, you know to make their projects a product or becoming almost a product. And so we what we do is we partner with the with the developer the, the researchers so we help them to to implement and sometimes some of us are focused more in i don't know machine learning or some other are focused more on front end or like myself i'm focused more on uh, back end and distributed systems and databases so that's that's also um something that you provide as uh, as your experience in your technical experience so based on that you you get to pick what a product you want to or what project you want to work in and so that's that's pretty much what i do and the the technologies that are you know different or vary from project to project and and that's basically what i do so i pro, i work inside of microsoft research and there are many uh, many areas inside of uh, microsoft research there are the labs there are uh, the researchers and we are like you know, like a pool of engineers, like we have this technical background that we can uh, leverage in the projects with the researchers. So, so that's what I do. That's amazing. And, like, and it's it's like a really, really so far. It has been an absolutely great experience, learning a lot, and and also working from home, which is something new for me. Oh, really? Wow. I've I've worked from home since yeah. like. 2010 or 11, you know, and I tried to work from home around 2006, but the infrastructure wasn't really there yet. So yeah, the experience, because back then we didn't have video chat yet. Yeah, you're right. That's something that it hasn't been so long that we have that. Mm-hmm. exactly Very interesting yeah, yeah that's that's something that i think has made things a lot easier mm-hmm. still for example what i can share about this experience which is new for me it's it's sometimes i still feel like i miss the personal interaction um, which is not the same but the video really helps to to mm-hmm. get a little or feeling yourself a little closer to the to the to your colleagues or to your teammates and so without that, I don't think we can make this happen. You know, working yeah. remotely, it's not it's not easy. And when you want to, especially the knowledge, when you have to do some knowledge transfer or you 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 know that you have to do the per programming. And so that's when you have to really um, be very creative to uh, help your uh, your partner or your uh, your teammate 
to to learn. So that's that has been a still a challenge for me. But it's it's yeah. getting you know you have patience and you have um, a lot of um, discipline. I think also you need to be um, very um, disciplined to um, to study and 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 not this feeling yourself discouraged because you have mm -hmm. a lot of things to learn. So that that's something that you you also need to to think about when you're exactly. Yes, exactly. So you touched on coaching. And as you know, the meat and potatoes of this episode is about mentoring. We are both very uh, <laughs> yeah. interested and yeah. just really feel that it's important for people to have support. Um, yeah. So <laughs> what do you... Yeah like about mentoring well uh i am so happy that you touch this uh subject i think it's so important especially i don't know later i have i have been hearing a lot about mentoring having a mentor and and everything so so yeah i you know i i was uh, looking for you know when i was when i joined during my all these jobs that i have had I, I was always like missing this part of someone that can give me a little bit of support or guidance. I was like, because sometimes, um, I don't know, but you don't have a lot of role models, uh, women in the industry, or at least I didn't have. So when I had some experience and I felt like more confident on my uh, skills and my experience, I, I was like thinking like, well, when I was looking at uh, younger developers, I was like, well, maybe I can help her. Maybe I can support her. Maybe I can encourage her to, you know, to don't give up if she uh, had some uh, challenges in the in the project or um, or hearing about what are the things that she that she needs or they need because sometimes they were women and, and also young developers and uh, men. So I was like, definitely we need to do some mentoring I was in and that was something um, that I was not so uh, aware of the I I guess the need of having this uh, role because sometimes you hear about that but if you don't have you're not clear about how many benefits you can have from a mentor sometimes perhaps you, you wouldn't be looking for a mentor so but for me it was like no i think i this is important so when when i joined one of the comp previous companies i was a, i was part of a program for having mentoring very formal mentoring so we thought about how we can do this how we can pair the mentor with the mentee and how how we can uh, give the mentors the resources to do this mentoring so i was very very involved in that uh, in that time and and, and still uh, i'm not part of that company company yet but now in microsoft i i see a lot of women still looking for mentoring because we we really need um, I don't know it's not I, I guess it's not just for women it's for anybody who is looking for for learning and growth uh, having a mentor is really important so absolutely so, yeah. so I I have been uh, always looking looking for for places where I can mentor or where I can uh, learn about mentoring. And I have done some courses where I have uh, more resources about how to do this mentoring uh, because there are different styles mm -hmm. of mentoring. Yeah, I think um, most people confuse mentoring with training. Um, a mentor right. isn't really Sometimes. there to teach you skills. They're there to guide you career-wise and offer you career resources that then you take on your own, you know, if, if they have questions on a specific technology, I'll answer, but like, I won't hold your hand through hello world and stuff like that, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, yeah. I also I, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I was just, when I was hearing about uh, this, um, comparison that you made about sometimes we confuse 
mentoring with training. And, and it also, I think lately, I don't know if you, but I have to also be hearing the sponsorship also this term of I am uh, your sponsor or, I'm your, or I am your mentor. So, and there are so many terms and I think it's uh, sometimes confusing when you are especially looking to, to grow or looking for thinking, I want to, um, to be the owner of my career and I want to drive my career. So those are the times when perhaps you, you can get confused about what, what should I look for? Should I look for a mentor? Should I, should I look for a sponsor, coach? There are so many things I think sometimes some now. And, and so I want to just emphasize the difference for a mentor because mentoring it's some someone that wants to support you and it's not just for just a chat it's not for just a, a goal it's it's about a period of time where you get to know your mentor and your mentor also get to know you about what are your goals what are your strengths what are not the things that you are not perhaps so good uh, what are the things that you uh, need to uh, improve. I mean, everything—the good, the bad, and the and the ugly. Like someone <laughs> says. So you 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 get that relationship, and that relationship develops with time, with time, and with talking and and facing uh, maybe some challenges, and and going through those challenges with your mentor. So it's someone that really knows you very well and knows you um, how you want to de- uh, leverage your skills absolutely in, in, in a role let's say so it's something that it's i think it's unique it's not the same as a sponsor it's not the same as a coach and so and i, I think it's very beneficial for for the for for anybody who who wants to grow and learn it's, i think it's a it's a great great thing to have uh, a mentor uh, yeah. Yeah, I I didn't have one for like 10 years into my career. And after I got one and he started to, you know, tell me that how I'm being treated isn't okay and stuff like that, that he's noticed, you know, that because I'm a woman, like people are gaslighting me or whatever. And that really opened my eyes. He helped me leave a job that was treating both of us horribly, honestly. And um, after that, I started to look for mentors, you know, and now I, I have like, I don't know, six like active ones and then others who I could reach out to and, and they would answer me. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. I think you you have created your own network support, which is amazing because sometimes uh, maybe someone cannot uh, help you because maybe that is out of their scope or maybe they don't have that experience. So you can look for another person and, and see if uh, they have the experience in the, especially the, the issue or the subject that you need. So that's, that's great that you, you are able to have that support. So yeah. yeah, so I think that's something that uh, as uh, I think for women we we are more lean on sharing. I think I don't know. Sometimes for men it's a little bit difficult to all be more open about their issues or about their struggles. But for women, I think it's more natural, and and we I think we enjoy more that of that uh, that companion or that guidance or support in, in communities or in and someone that you can you can choose as a mentor. So that's I think that's that's uh, that's amazing that we finally have more open that uh, that subject or that it's more it's more natural to say I want to look for a mentor or I have a mentor or mentors. I think now it's it's more um, common or more natural. We have that resource more available. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's really, really important for people to have a group of mentors. Just like you said, not every person can fulfill your every need, you know? And then I think also if a person attaches themselves to one mentor, they try to like become them and we're all individuals and we're all on our own journey 
you know, and if you have a group of, of people who can, you know, inspire you and, and influence you, that's much more powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I think anybody can, um, can relate with what you said. Sometimes it's not, it's not good to, to be, try to become someone else. I think you are your own your own story, your own style. And that also should be something that your mentor, uh, your mentor should always take into account. Like, what is your style? What do you feel like is for you? And not telling you what to choose. I mean, they guide you, but they all, they don't take the decisions that you should be taking. That's something very important. To, exactly. To have yeah. in mind. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Something else um, that you touched on was that mentoring, you know, it's a personal relationship. You have to be authentic. You have to be open to talking about whatever the person wants, honestly. And um, I've, I've got, I've always had this like superpower because I'm like, so empathetic and now I'm a you know mental health advocate I can get anybody to open up I swear to god like even even my father you know <laughs> like opened up to yeah, me recently yeah. but I I have yeah. men who are you know like gruff and kind of you know not the type that I would ever think would open up to me about their own mental health issues but after I started to you know post like support and and stuff like yeah. that i i get a lot of that yeah 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 i think that's great it's a, it's a especially skill i think that no one no not everybody can have i i think you can develop that i think but sometimes it's not easy for for many people i think so yeah. that's great for you that, that's awesome that you can have that <laughs> that's a superpower <laughs> yeah thank you so, so much i think so that's great yeah and I think that um, it's especially important for women to have other female mentors. Um, something that we all really need is, you know, that support of just knowing that someone's in your corner, honestly, because for a lot of us, yeah. that that is not the case at work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think also uh, feeling that someone can support you or you um, has your back i think that's also a, another expression and i think that's that's great for us as uh, as women i think sometimes for us it's a little harder to to know to open doors um, especially when you um, have really strong models or strong roles around you perhaps that, that are not women and that can that can be uh, challenging i think um so if you if you find someone that can support you and sometimes uh, also it, it comes i think for me uh, that we are talking about this is also the this sponsor a sponsoring uh, role that is also important which is different to the mentoring uh, i think that's also something to you have to look for I think uh, you need to uh, be looking for those persons that connect with you and that you can, you know, uh, talk and, and, and ask them, you, can you be my mentor or can you uh, support me in this decision or um, I need to, uh, you know, to get this promotion or know how to get advanced in this uh, the the next role in your in your group or your team so i think that yeah you are absolutely right that uh, it's it's really important to have someone in your group close to you that can that can give you that um, that support exactly yeah and i i mentor a lot of women i probably mentor like 100 people i i actually took on probably 10 more this week but anyway um, the great. women i talk to the major issue with all of us and and myself included is that a lot of the time we aren't sure if we should be upset about something <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i think i, I think it's, that's kind of for me when when you are explaining this is kind of the emotional thing that sometimes it's um i think um 
sadly in the in the culture i think in many cultures i think here in mexico is the same but i think in the us uh, is the same where you speak you hear about like it's too emotional or so about a mostly it's about a, a woman and and it's not so nice to you know to be in the spot when when you have feelings about something and someone and, and you you of course you you have to express your feelings i think anybody should be free to express how how you feel about something and 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 since we have these kind of not so open environment for men so we are always in the spot when when we are showing more our emotions and in public so i think that's that's something that it's sad to to hear and and i hope that really uh, like you said you are a healthcare uh, a health mental advocate and and i think that's super important uh, now that we become more aware uh, in general for like like how is our environment uh, about that and having this freedom about telling maybe things that perhaps it's not so easy to hear or having difficult conversations or um, letting someone else to be more emotional and not feeling like that's not okay mm -hmm. so yeah so so I definitely have uh, have hear about that and can I can relate and even myself I think sometimes we we try to you know to be cool you know it's like let's be cool and then don't make a big deal of that just move on and sometimes it's not I think we should not um, you know to we should reflect about that um, if you um, it's, it's if you feel it's something important you you should speak up and and it's really it's better it's it's always something that if you can if you feel the freedom to speak up in your team i think that's healthy that's a healthy environment because Absolutely. It's, it's it's always about the communication and be you know be feeling welcome about what you want you have to say about something or your opinion or how you feel about a decision or something so yeah so i think um before you were mentioning that you weren't in a in a place in a previous job where you weren't feeling at your best or you weren't feeling uh, like you were uh, encouraged or empowered so so yeah so those are the things that you should be always looking like if you are in a healthy environment and and if you are not you better look for uh, to another option I think yeah that's sometimes it's it's not easy to make that decision but uh, at the end of the day is your your mental health I think so that's that's more important absolutely you come first you know exactly. like your job yeah. and your salary doesn't define you and doesn't come first in your life like you have yeah. to prioritize yourself yeah yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. um Totally so I think a lot of people always ask me, how do you find a mentor? And I'm like, I'm right here. You know, you just ask, how yeah. would you, um, what advice do you have to find a mentor? Yeah, yeah I think sometimes uh, first, uh, what, I, what I think when I was um, thinking about how to find a mentor i think the first thing is what do you want to be clear about what do you want about that relationship or, or about that guidance and and i think that's that's the first step and once you have that clear then you you can see if you want someone that had had to have a certain experience or maybe you want to you especially want to know how to get to one a specific role in your company maybe you want someone that has already done that before and can guide you in that process or maybe you need uh, support in how to develop your communication skills or how you want to grow in a particular thing that it's maybe a skill very critical for your current project so it depends i think all, a lot about what exactly you are your needs and based on that you can you can look for someone and 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 start with that we start with a with a casual conversation and you know sharing about what are you looking for what is the the thing that you have in mind to have from that relationship of mentoring 
and and that that it's and see if you you can connect with the other person because uh, sometimes it's really great that you have a, a great chat and or maybe sometimes it's not and you realize that perhaps it's not it's not the best person for you uh, and it and that's okay i think that's that's not uh, that should not be any make you that should not make you feel bad or anything so that's just for me that's that's kind of the the start point yeah for me and and i think uh i have i have done that before i also when someone reached out to me i also uh let them know that uh, we need to find the what is the goal what is the direction that you want to uh, for this mentoring and based on that we can i can tell you i can help you or maybe i cannot help you and then i can i can maybe recommend you someone else or i can let you go and right you can uh, keep looking exactly yeah i think um whatever i was going to say just flew right out of my head it's getting late <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes that happens oh no my worries. god the older you get ladies it's like <laughs> yeah no i i don't i think that the, that's not related with the age i think sometimes that happens yeah yeah especially when you have long days sure yeah, yeah. i've I, i've been recording all day so <laughs> yeah so don't, don't feel bad about yeah. that about oh, that but yes okay i remember Mentors who are really, really great will often take you on a as a mentee without you knowing it. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's happened to me a number of times. When I became a plural site author, pretty much all of the other authors have always coached me on stuff. Like, we have um, coaching like sessions each month, um, which are all really, really helpful. But mentors who help people without being asked are absolute gems. Like, yeah, yeah, I think sometimes, yeah, that reminds me uh, that sometimes someone said to me, like, you know, it's so great when you don't expect to be a mentor of someone, but that just comes naturally. And that's really nice uh, that you didn't even uh, plan that. But it it, it happened and and that's awesome because that that makes you feel like uh you know you make that special connection with someone and that they feel that they can trust you and they 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 see something in you that can um can uh, let them learn something you know something new or something that they would like to to learn so that's uh, i think that's super nice and and that's another type of mentoring when that comes naturally and then and that uh, you know starts develops a, a really nice um relationship uh, on a mentoring relationship so that's that's something that has also happened to me and that's, oh okay that's great maybe nice. you didn't intend it intended right. that but that happened and it's uh, really great it's really great that 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 way also it's very spontaneous yeah. and it's that also can can be very productive. Yes, absolutely. Um, so the other thing I always tell all my mentees is to pay it forward. When they are in a position to mentor someone, they will, because I'm not just yeah. going to do this, you know? Yeah. Like we have to pass it on and continue to pass it and continue to support each other. Um, you know, make the world a better place and all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, that's um, something that it's also I don't know. You know, part of the of the culture. Of, uh, I think lately, uh, I hear a lot about like you what you give back to the community, and and you can give back in many ways. And mentoring is one of them. If you perhaps are not so, uh, you know, so eager to do open source and programming for a open uh, project but you can do mentoring or you can um you know guide someone that is not doesn't know what to what to, where to start with uh technology i mean so do that i mean it's it's nice that we have support inside of the community inside of the industry and that will be something that make this will make this industry better i think i think so too yeah and i wanted to touch on the fact that you're a mom i i always 
I always think it's amazing. I, I never had time to have children and, and now I'm too old, you know? Um, but like, (laughs) I, I think that women who work and are, have these amazing jobs of Microsoft and (laughs) Fang and all of that, like, how do you balance all of it? I am in awe honestly. Yeah, yeah, totally understand. Yeah, I think for me, it has been always like finding, not not always you have a balance in your life, because sometimes you, you have different priorities. And sometimes your kids are first, and sometimes uh, you have to um, perhaps divide the time and, and make some sacrifices. Sometimes you don't have a, a lot of friends or you don't hang out a lot of with friends because you have to spend some time learning or you have your kid. So it, there are so many ways, I think, for women. What I admire about women is like we really are um, super good doing different roles. I think that's a super power that we have uh, we really can manage a lot of things at the same time which is not so easy for for men I think that that's something that I have learned across my all my experiences and being a mom makes you you know connect different with the needs of others because when you have a kid you need to develop many skills so you can take care of your kid and 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 have a healthy kids, happy, and that you feel uh, connect with uh, with your for your kid. And so I think that's a um, that's a skill that uh, you will develop. And and always try to prioritize what is the priority for you, and and always uh, align that your your and your activities, your the things that you do with those priorities. Because for me, I and mean, I have seen women that, I don't know, they are super disciplined. They have a very uh, defined schedule and they really um, respect that schedule. And, and that helps you in the long term because uh, otherwise you couldn't accomplish something so you should be like um always have a little bit of organization and and always put your uh, priorities first so i think that's that's something that we have as women and we have that ability to to do to manage uh, a lot of things at the same time so and and i also wanted to add that uh, also the confidence that you have in yourself i think that also helps a lot and and even if you feel like maybe you didn't do a lot of progress in in one week, but don't get discouraged. Uh, I think sometimes uh, because of you cannot control when you have kids, they need many things. Sometimes they get sick, or maybe they you have something in their school that you need to take care of, and sometimes uh, you need to put some time aside your career because of these other needs. But uh, but don't get discouraged. Just keep keep trying and keep um, keep your goals in your mind always and and work for them. I love that. Yeah. Um, what advice do you have for anyone who is interested in tech? Uh, yeah. For I think so now we have so many resources to to start in tech. I think uh, sometimes it's. Uh, I guess for uh, if I were starting at this moment, I I would like be like, where do I start? Like you said, like uh, I guess uh, like now we have a lot of options. Uh, you can uh, do I don't know uh, web developer. You can do uh, cloud development, or you want to do front end, or you want to design, or you want to focus on uh, the user experience. And I think the first thing is, uh, what do you want? What do you like? What do you want to try first? And and start with that. Start with something simple. Maybe you want to learn a, a language, a language to be um, to code and and learn more about uh, the you know the protocols or the how uh, a system works in the backend. So give yourself that that experience, and then based on that, maybe you can define maybe this is for me or maybe this this is not. 
and and start with something simple. I think that's that's the key because it can be overwhelming, and maybe you don't know yet if you want to get a degree with in computers. So start with something simple, and then maybe you can you can find out if this is for you. Then you keep doing that, uh, or maybe you can you can change. And and also, like we said, reach out to someone else. Maybe uh, look for a mentor and someone that can get, uh, get you uh, some help when you get blocked, because sometimes it's it's not so easy to know what to do. So so get yourself a mentor and start with something simple. I would say that that would be my, my first advice. That is all excellent advice. And I'm so sorry that we have to wrap up this conversation. I say this every time That's I could okay. talk to all of my guests for hours and hours, but <laughs> <Me too. laughs> I know Me that too. you're busy. Um, can you tell us where can people connect with you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I am very um, active in Twitter. Mostly I I can, um, you know, I, you can reach out to me in Twitter. So uh, my, uh, I don't know if I can share the, my ID in Twitter, but it's Gabri Martinez, Gabri with a Y. Mm -hmm. and, and you can reach out to me. Another uh, way it's, um, it's a um, medium. I have also a blog in medium where sometimes I'm not so, active lately but i i still publish uh, from time to time what about my learnings about what i do about the, the cloud of course and so it, it's the same gabri martinez medium.com slash gabri martinez and that's that will be i think the two points where you can uh, get to know what i'm doing and also reach out to me in twitter awesome so, yeah yeah we'll be very happy to connect with someone if uh, there is any questions about uh, like how to find a mentor or how to start in tech, please, um, anybody can, can reach out and I will be happy to help them. That's awesome. And I will have links to all of that um, in the description. Um, and yeah. thank you so much for joining me. This was welcome, such a Shelley. great conversation. I feel like I've made a new best friend, you know, like <laughs> Me too. Me too. We absolutely um, have a lot of things in common. Yes. Uh, amazing. So <laughs> let me know whenever you um, you have uh, you want to have a conversation about mentoring or anything about tech. Just let me know. <laughs> oh my gosh, I I absolutely Thank will. Thank you so much. Thank you, anybody, to, to for hearing us also and sharing this um this chat. Yes. If you want to support us, please like, subscribe, and share this episode with your fellow gems. Let me know in the comments what other topics you would like me to cover and follow TRs and Tech on social media. Thanks for watching or listening and have a great day.